Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix. Hi, Kix. Hi. We haven't recorded in forever. It feels like we haven't recorded in forever. Yeah, your voice is low. We recorded on Monday. I know, this week has been so long, but... I guess it is Saturday, but... But I was looking at our episodes and we backlogged, and then, like, last week's episode was pre-recorded... I say yeah. pre-recorded like it's like these episodes are l- usually live, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean they're as live as they can be yes. emotionally and physically. Um, we uh, have a have a get today. Oh my god, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Very excited to chat with John Hill today. It's going to be a blast. If you don't know who John Hill is, uh, he uh, is a producer on Stupid. He's a producer. He was a producer on many a Bravo show, and then now he produces uh, Andy Cohen Live with Andy Cohen. He did, in fact, email me yesterday asking to reschedule because Andy Cohen himself needed to record while no, we were supposed Andy to record. Needed to, yeah, yeah. It's like, absolutely. <laughs> can can I come you know to what? the recording? I do think that we are more important than Andy Cohen. I'm just going to say that about myself because today Why is... would you say that? I completely disagree. And what what happens when he hears this? And I, I no, doubt... we are not more... We are way not more important than Andy Cohen. Not even a little bit. That was totally... Different. Although I doubt that John will listen back to this. No, and no, if no, he no, does, no, no. if he does... Hey, John. Um, okay, so before we get into the chat, we have a red review in Eternity. Uh, this coffee's really good. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> we have not read a review in Eternity, so I, I feel it's time we do that again. Do you think there's a drag name there, Eternity? It feels like it. Oh, God, we just got a four-star oh, review. I've never seen a four-star. Okay. They, I'm curious they, what they like us. <laughs> that, is it that's, about me? I, no, I don't know. There, we are gonna. Should we read the one today that is about you? That's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we'll read yeah, this one. Yeah, it's very funny. Okay, so this review comes from Kit Kat, uh, and the title of the review is "I Have a Drinking Game Idea." The review reads. Although I am totally not the show's demographic, being a middle-aged church-going mom of four, I am a huge fan of Kicks and Tom. My love of horrible, trashy, trash reality shows has found uh, kindred spirits at Dumpster Dive. Good work, kids, even if you do use naughty words sometimes. Smiley face. Keep it up. Side note, I will say that if I didn't listen to the podcast while I was in school pickup line, I would have a lot of fun taking a shot every time some cough, cough, kicks says famously but you know picking up the kids drunk is definitely frowned upon (laughs) you know kit kat you're right famously you are correct that that, there it is you do say it all the time i really try not to that's the problem but you you just do say it a lot i know um i don't even know where that came from I feel it's probably something like I came from our friend group where you said it all the time. Do I say it? Stupid. I don't know. I guess not. I mean, I mean, I think I do sometimes. I think I do sometimes, but, um, well, thank you, Kit Kat. Um, I can't wait to see what this four star review is that comes rolling in. Yeah, it's going to be, you know what I will say. Thank you to the one star and two star reviewers for not leaving reviews, just leaving us the one star. Because my, I don't, I can't emotionally read that. 
I mean, I don't really care. I feel like if someone has that nasty I do thing care to say, a I bit about myself, so. Right. <laughs> I do care a bit, though, because I'm like, like, we put our our own, you know, energy into this and for essentially no dollars. So if you don't have something nice to say, right. just find a new podcast. If you don't like us, just find a new podcast. We certainly yeah, aren't saying never, things. Con- I've actually we- never written a one-star review on a podcast. Anything less or- than a five, I've never written. But I, but there's a certain type of person that leaves one star reviews in life on things. Like I've never even left a one star review. Like even like a Yelp review, like I'll always give them three stars. I'm the type of person that if the server I didn't even get there, I've never even gotten to a Yelp review. Right, but like you wouldn't leave a one star review. Like, like if mm-hmm. a server is truly like ignoring me, being mean to me, I will still tip them twenty percent. Right, because they've had an interesting day. And that's like, you know, we've yeah. all had those moments. And, you know, and, I'm sure and maybe consistently bad. Maybe they are, you know, an asshole. But, but like, who's to say? Maybe they're not and they're just having a bad day. So, who's so, to say? Yeah. If you don't like us, just find there's about 10,000 other podcasts out there. So go, go listen to those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to jump into this episode. Uh, once again, though, do r- leave a review, a five-star review, and we'll read it here on the podcast. Um, and it's a great free way to support the pod. Um, and just a reminder, our Patreon is on pause right now um, while we kind of sort through life stuff. Kix and I are very busy with our uh, nine-to-five jobs while we run this side business. So um, do that. And we uh, have... Uh, one more episode actually in the Halloween series. Uh, next week we will be covering um, the Berkshires Halloween episode, which we forgot that there was a Berkshires uh, year that they, they went during Halloween. So that is uh, Roni season 11, episodes 5 through 7. Check that out. Uh, we'll be review. We'll be not reviewing. We'll be uh, covering that next week. So uh, let's jump Great in. reviewing and subscribing to the Berkshires. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a break, though, and we'll be back with John Hill. Talk to you guys one second. Okay, and we are back. Uh, and today we are joined uh, by John Hill. You can follow him at John Arthur Hill on IG, the boss of you on Twitter. Uh, he has been behind the scenes on Bravo, behind the scenes, behind and in front of the scenes at Radio Andy. Uh, you can catch him on Sirius with Andy on Andy Cohen Live. And then you also catch him on The Feels, his own show with John Hill, uh, which is Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And John, welcome. Hi. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm ready to dumb, to dive in some dumpsters. <laughs> Could you imagine if we brought you in and we were going to be like, so have you dumpster dived before? Like, what's that experience <laughs> yeah, like, like super for you? on the nose. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm having the, of course, iconic recording a podcast sirens in New York City yeah. right now. Um, so welcome. Happy to have you here today. Thank you. You are, you are like one degree. We're now one degree removed from Andy <laughs> with, with you in our presence. <laughs> Oh yeah, have you ever met Andy? No, I, I we um I've been to watch what happens live a couple times, but I've never never met met. I've met I've actually met. So I my first job in the city, uh, I worked. I used to work uh, at a spin studio that was out of David Barton Gym. Oh, I used to be a member there. Oh really? Yeah, 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 yeah. In two thousand and twelve, eleven. 
Yeah, I used to see Anderson like every day. Not Anderson. Anderson. First name basis. <laughs> what? I don't know. He knows I know, Anderson. I know. <laughs> like Anderson Cooper, know him? AC1. Um, I used to see him every day, but I was always like, I wish Andy would come here. But no, no he's an e- Never she's an him, Equinox but... girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is an Equinox. Well, I, so I actually work with, I actually work with Andy's trainer now. Stanny? Yeah. Well, Stanny really gets around the city. Everyone knows. <laughs> you know, so Stan, yeah. So Stan works, uh, teaches for Neo U, which is the app, uh, the fitness app that I work for. He has like he teaches classes on there. That's where he records like video on demand classes. Um, and yeah, we work together. What do you do for that app? So I I just produce talent and stuff there. Like I, I manage talent, which is a blast. i I just like help produce like everything that goes up there what there's there's this rumor that um that the peloton instructors who have good personalities have a writer's room are you the writer's room for fitness trainers are you do you give them personalities because that's a dream job that is a dream job and a job that i i feel like i should have it's essentially a story producer so because you're right i mean they are very like i could imagine they get some like push of like oh you should say this <laughs> yeah there's a that's a legend that um that cody rigsby had as a writer's room for the kelly clarkson Velveeta material you heard it here first. you know because sometimes with cody <laughs> i'm like i can't tell what's a bit like i i can't tell if he's really and this is no shade on him it's just like sometimes he's really funny and yeah. i'm like i can't tell how really funny you are you know i think like, he's a genius i mean it's brilliant I, he's I, so talented i um and i'm jealous i want to just you know i sit and i talk for my job and i try to just say whatever that might be somewhat amusing but he does it while fucking working out i sit on my ass and i just like get wider and spreader spreadier and flatter and you know he's literally doing material off the top of his head and extemporaneously speaking while you know pumping it out Anyway, I love your job. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to be Cody Rigsby's writer. I'm like, I need to start doing this, like writing bits for everyone that films stuff. It, it, it's actually smart. I And I, I do believe, I really do believe that that could be the case. But yeah. I bet you there's like a tight, tight NDA because no one wants people to know that they're, everything's written. Right. Like what? Right. What does the writer say? Like when they're like, "I work for Peloton." What do you do? You're like, well, I guess Story kind of producer? what I just said. <laughs> just be like, uh, produce talent. I think with people who are going to LA to be screenwriters and comedy writers and stuff, I think that if they had, hey, I spent two years like building the characters at Peloton, I yeah. feel like they could get just like CAA representation in two seconds. Like that's a that's a you know otherwise what you're coming from and why you'd be like, hey, I wrote a spec script. <laughs> right no so uh with all of our guests that we we have on john we like to just kind of hear about their journey with reality tv about watching it consuming it um and i know that you have behind the scenes uh experience in that too but we like to ask our guests uh what reality show what reality persona made you a quote-unquote dumpster diva so like when you fell in love with with the genre and I don't even know if you're in love with the genre or not, but, but now when, your job, when, did so, it, yeah. when did it, when did it come into your ether? So take it away. Oh shit. Deep cuts. Um, a long time ago, are you, let's see, you guys seem young. Um, in 2000 30. is 30 oh. young. Yeah. I'm 14. <laughs> I'm 14 years older than you. Um, in 2003 reality shows. Well, okay. 
let me make it easy for you. I would say Trishel from Real World Chicago. Oh, God. Yeah, so good. iconic. Uh, like all Real Worlds. Uh, Trishel, Paris, and Nicole. Of course. Stars. Um, those. Have you met them uh, before? I feel like you might have met. Paris. I met Nicole. No? I met Nicole. I feel like me knowing me meeting Paris would be like a huge memory for me. And I, no, I have not. I, I have not. I've only met Kathy because we work together. Yeah, right. Well, she's <laughs> iconic. Did you know that? What? That you work together? Uh-huh. That's no, a big... I, just thought, I, I guess like... I, wait, I just thought you meant like... Diva. I thought you just meant Bravo. I thought you just meant, thought you meant like she's been on Radio Andy. Oh, no. Before, before it was trendy for gay guys to like and be obsessed with Kathy Hilton, I put her on the map. I played her... Uh, her her butler on her uh one season show i want to be a hilton it was a competition reality show I believe on nbc 2005 you can look no, at I'm it i'm familiar I, with the show i don't think i put all this together no. i would go quickly i would go to my instagram and watch the clip i posted of me i i i played her butler and then they didn't have enough money for me that's so fun the first episode so they were like we don't really need you anymore <laughs> but i'm on the premiere and i come in and i welcome all the contestants to grand central station and then i bring them to the campbell apartment and then you know i don't know if you remember on that show but they like their version of the bachelor giving the girls a rose she mm. gave these ne'er-do-wells country bumpkins a little tiny silver spoon with a bow on it that's how they knew they could stay <laughs> I want one. and i came out with this i came out with a platter of silver spoons <laughs> Wait, John, this is crazy. And so, like everything I put, about, I put Kathy Hilton on the map. Sorry, go ahead. It's it's you. No, oh, no, yeah. no. It's it's all you. No. So what's funny is we've actually had multiple people come on this podcast and say that that was like their like entry into reality TV. So you in itself like were were a part of culture in that way. I want someone to say that I was their dumpster diva. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one well, butler. I think he's on yeah. one episode. When I, I saw him, him with those spoons, I said, that's the job for me. This is, what, my, this is my dream job. <laughs> no, Paris, uh, Paris, Nicole, um, Trishel, and Kathy. We'll just go, we'll, we'll go, we'll go with that. And then the X Factor on Bravo, which was before any of the stuff on Bravo, that was a mm -hmm. big one for me. Do you remember this show? No. It's, mm -hmm. You probably never saw it. It was um, Jeremy Renner was on it. It was about out-of-work actors trying to make it. Jeremy Renner, Daisy Egan, Tony Award winner for The Secret Garden in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, Jimmy Smagula. Um, what is the guy's name? Wait, what a fun show. Well, I've never even heard of it. It was intense. There were no reality shows. It was one of the first ones. And so right. there were no like actors yet saying, oh, I don't want to be on a reality show because it might ruin my acting career. It was mm -hmm. before any of that. It was like a documentary series and it was so good because you were really seeing like real auditions, real, you know, and, and they were, yeah, just like documenting their crazy personalities and stuff. And it had a lot of heart yeah. and also showbiz moms and dads and show kids moms and dads. There's like a whole era of programming on Bravo that I think a lot of people forget about and there's a lot you of really were good five. back then. Then I was, but I'm saying like there are still shows like, like one season I mean, one. I was one season one is like I want to be a supermodel or whatever that show is. I love that show. What were the uh, make Here's a supermodel? One. That one. What? I was a producer on one season show called Step It Up and Dance on Bravo with Elizabeth Berkeley. 
I watched it. She was the judge. <laughs> yeah, she was the Padma. You did? Yeah. Yeah. That I was one that. of my first. Was one of my first uh, TV production jobs. Wow. Well, what what do you speaking of like old Bravo? Like, what do you besides? I mean, you've obviously said uh, the X Factor, but like, what are some like other like slept on old school Bravo reality shows that you you would love to revisit yourself or or we should? Tabitha. Oh, the best. So Tabitha takes over. I feel like she was like the original, like the original. Yeah, yes. just like the original like TV villain, like you know. But she's not even like the villain. She's just like intense, so you think that she's like mean, but really she's just right. like, no, your salon sucks, and obviously everyone <laughs> can see. <laughs> she came to watch What Happens Live one time, and she sat down next to Andy, and she was like, "Oh, did you get a haircut?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I got it today." And she was like, "I don't, I don't like it. It's not. Good. It wasn't on camera." <laughs> she just was like, and she wasn't mean. She was like, "You can get a better haircut than that." You could just tell. You know, she started on Sheer Genius. Yeah, you you have to, like, you have to... I I, You have to love people that are just fearless feedback is, like, their love language, you know? Yeah, and she meant it with, (laughs) you know, with such love. And he was like, oh, thank you. And the next time you got a haircut, he was like, maybe I'll get a better haircut. (laughs) Yeah, you because coming from her, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. I I should do that. Right, like, if it was me, it would be a different story. They'd be like, that's just a bitch, like... (laughs) If some, right. if some gay, right. If some gay at brunch was like, that haircut's not working for you. I don't like, like I, it. I would flip a table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, working on Watch What Happens Live, do you have any like fun, like fun tea on any celebs that have come through those doors that, that you, you feel interested in spilling here today? Uh, that's what I should have prepared. People ask me this all the time and I'm always like, no. Uh, but yeah. let me think. Let's see. I saw uh, tea, like, 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 um, Let's see. Okay, the drunkest person I ever saw was Kristen Doughty. 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 Okay. Da- Doughty. 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 I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, from ben, from Vanderpump Rules, loved her. She's an icon. Great. Classic. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Um, but it's just fact of the matter from what my experience was on that show. Like, that's when I was like, oh, people are coming onto this show, and it's not just a kitschy, campy thing that, like, there's a bar and there's cocktails, but, like, people are, are coming on and part of the experience for them is to just, like, maybe it's a free pass to get, like, blitz blackout. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't remember on if TV, anybody's ever barfed. Lady Gaga pissed in the trash can. Everybody yeah, knows of that. Course, of course. There is a... Like to... Oh, go ahead, oh I was going to say the one of the New Year's Eve... Um moments uh where everyone's trash uh and kim sings her song don't be tardy right is it don't be tardy or, the, or is there one before it no that's the only that's... one i mean she's had some other ones but that's the, <laughs> that's the song did <laughs> she it? have other ones <laughs> no she had one <laughs> no she did she came out with one like not so long ago and it was called oh my god i can't remember what it was called it, it was a disaster but yeah i feel like watch what happens live is like a prime time you see people like either just be like, take it normal or go balls to the wall with the drinking. Like it's not on a bit. Yeah. (laughs) I revisit the clip of, um, Regina Hall and, um, um, Jack Gay. and Jack Gay getting absolutely obliterated over like margaritas. (laughs) That is what I, I go back to that clip. Like often it just brings me so much joy. Yeah, that's fun like, drunk. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. They were happy. Yeah. And like, you feel like they probably went home and had a good night's sleep, woke up, went to brunch. But there's some people you're like, whoa, maybe this was a defining moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe this was a turning point for them in their drinking career. <laughs> like, right. um, I like, I do like a drink order. I think 
my, my favorite one, I've said this before, is Nancy Grace's drink order. Because, you know, they send them in beforehand. They tell the uh -huh. talent department, here's what they'd like to drink. Here's what they'd like in their dressing room. Now it's, I think, a bigger deal. But before mm -hmm. it was like, oh, wow, there's no real dressing rooms. But, wow, you're going to give us a cocktail. Her drink request was skim milk over ice with a straw. Isn't that disgusting? Nancy so Grace. fucking gross. I don't skim milk with a straw. Oh my god! There's something about and ice and milk I can't fuck with. You don't put them no. together. No, unless and it's a, a, and a straw, a straw too. <laughs> you I was worried she... you're gonna put like in a shot of whiskey in it or something. But <laughs> anyway. um, yeah, the straw, the straw, all the combinations are is weird. I do. Do you think she likes like a a white Russian maybe? I think so. I don't think she drinks alcohol, but a white Russian sounds creamy and delicious, just like her, just like Nancy Grace, just like a, just like a hot a, a cold case, a white Russian cold case, a creamy, delicious white Russian. Yikes. Oh my God, Nancy. Um, well, John, what on Bravo right now are you consuming still? Do you still watch all the shows? Do you watch any of them? Do you watch Beverly Hills for the Erica of it all? Do you pop in and out? Where are you at? Yes. I'm very up to date on Beverly Hills watching um, Like a Hawk. Potomac is probably number one for me right now. It's the best. Um, That's great. Followed closely by, I mean, the reunion is an, on, its, on a level by itself. So we got the reunion, Beverly Hills reunion. We have Potomac. Uh, and then Salt Lake under that, but I am behind, so I got to catch up. Other than that, let's see, what else am I? Yeah, those are the top ones for me. Potomac, I yeah. think about when I'm not watching it. I dream of it. I, I just, my goal is best. to be, walk through life like Giselle. It, doesn't it seem, I, I said, I've said this so many times, but I think what makes it work so well is like, most of us have no clue what what a Potomac is. Like, we don't know where that is in, in the universe. You know what I mean? Like, it's also, and so it feels like this bizarre time capsule of yes. like just this world that like, like it feels, it doesn't even feel it, like unscripted. It almost feels scripted, not in a way where they're make not in a bad way, like in a way where you're like, how can this universe that they live in be real? Because these characters are so like one of a kind and the idea that Karen Huger has been like living life in this world without a camera in front of her for how many years I mean I feel angry you know <laughs> I do feel like it's life, pretty crazy yeah like life would be the same for them in a way or they would still be not in terms of function like going to this together with these exact mm -hmm. people but I feel like their behavior and what they would be doing is pretty much the same with a camera on and off or off of them where I can't say the same for especially the California girls yeah Beverly Hills and OC I think a lot of times it's the sh it's time to do the show but I feel like Potomac they're kind of like it's like come on if you want to see us get your camera <laughs> and that's that's the energy they carry that I think that just makes the show so good and so it's like similar to I think especially old New York housewives where mm -hmm. it's just like well I'm gonna live my life and there's a camera here and I'm gonna throw a drink but like I would throw the drink there or if I there was a camera here or not so <laughs> yeah I'm yeah, no, so I agree. I, I agree, and and they're they're just they're the best, and I'm so happy that they're finally. I feel like they're finally, and like after last like last season and this season, they've really gotten like the viewership is up. I mean, they have like competitive viewership now, which is really really awesome. I just like I'm like proud of them. <laughs> you know, like, Aw, you're a proud, mama. I am. I'm like I've been watching y'all since the since the start, yeah. and I I just I love that people. Um, are giving them their flowers. Who do you love? Who do you like? Love to hate on on Potomac? 
I love Giselle. I think that um, I she doesn't do anything wrong for me. Like I think even if she's shady, I'm like, okay, I get that. I would be shady about that too. Or like I would, I mean, maybe not everything, but I like <laughs> that she is pretty much. Do you think I'm crazy? Do I'm, uh, no. Like, do people hate no. Giselle? I think she's a goddess. Yes, Kate does. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's so endearing. I think her children are my favorite part about when she's on my screen. No one drags her like those girls through the fucking mud. They're like, we we are fucked up because we don't, we've never seen you in a a healthy relationship. She's in a boot. They're trying to shop for flowers and they're like, mom, no. (laughs) Like it's so brutal. (laughs) Yeah. And like, she's so easily read. You can just re- really read her so, yeah. you know, and drag her and read her so easily. But it doesn't, she doesn't really seem to care that much because she's on to the next thing. I also love that she will eat. She doesn't necessarily have the social anxiety that other people have where it's like, what should I do? You know, what about this? What are we doing? It's she kind of moves, moves ahead and, and waits for the read. Um, I love, you know what? I, I'm not, I, I, I understand the problem with Ashley. Is that the right one? Forehead? Yeah. forehead? <laughs> All right. Okay. Wait, forehead? What do you know? Wait, which oh, yeah, one's yeah, forehead? Yeah, forehead. Okay. Oh, Candace. Well, that's what Candace makes calls. Candace, forehead. Yes, Candace yeah. calls her forehead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Candace's the... words, not mine. <laughs> oh my God, it's your sure. good And job. in the in the um preview for the reunion, which looks explosive for not a super and explosive season, which I, I was just very shocked by. Candace is like, my forehead is two inches smaller than yours. Mm. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Yes, it's like bring a prop. Like that would be my prop, a ruler. Bring a measuring tape. <laughs> That's a good idea. She should have done that. Oh my God. I physically she measure. needs a writer's room, obviously. So uh, She but, needs the you know, Peloton writer's room. <laughs> she does. The thing about Ashley though, she's, she's, she is a necessary evil. Like on the show, I, I think that, you know, she... I don't think we will ever, we want to understand her relationship and we never will because it doesn't make sense. He is, a he, Michael is, talk Michael. about someone who's one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he really is such a monster. Um, <laughs> and like seeing, did you, did you watch the most recent one where they like seduced each other on camera? Let's see, Sunday nights. Yeah. Past Sunday. They like. They they like seduce. They, she does a lap dance like on it's camera. Like, no, oh, I would remember that. Comfortable thinking about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I'm like sweating. No, wait. Oh my god. It's but I am today. I, I haven't seen that episode, but I did see. I saw when the husbands got kind of into it. You know where G is talking about uh, brown dick. Well, somebody has a brown dick. Who has a brown Chris. dick? Candace's Chris had, husband. Chris, white Chris has a brown dick. Right. Yeah. White Chris has a brown dick. And <laughs> Wendy was talking about when she was like, she needs a big black dick a big black one <laughs> and that was like she just went on and on about the size and the color of this penis <laughs> do you remember this they were sitting at dinner yes. and she was like she yes. a big i don't know if this is I, a children's podcast. it is i'm glad you oh, brought yeah, it up now yeah for kids um <laughs> what do you what do you think about mia i love Mia. i wasn't sure when she first came on um but I'm never sure about anyone at any time. Yeah. I'm all, like from episode to episode, I'm like, ew, I can't stand them. And then I'm like, why do I care who I can't stand? It's a TV show. And then the next week I'm like, oh my God, I love them so much. Like I really went through uh, with different things and prayers to, to Dorit for the, the break-in. But uh, I went oh through a journey God. with her this season. I was like, 
like I'm gonna so I'm gonna take my TV away. I hate this person so much. I can't stand them. And I was like, well, I don't care. You know, yeah, this, why, why do I care so much? And then the next week, I'm like, you know what? I would really like to read in person. You know, I, and that's <laughs> the beauty of a TV show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Relate to the character, identify, see who you'd be friends with, um, and then you feel really poor. Yes, no matter. Who I really it is. do. I think I watch Housewives with the lens of like, which one? Like, who will I get along with the most? Cause like yeah. I I like the like more neutral calming housewives like like I who Kyle stand... are you a Kyle I okay we talked about this before I am not not a Kyle but she's like everyone's like favorite housewife of all time which I'm like it was kind of like oh, okay <laughs> she's a straight man she's like yeah. the Carrie I feel like, like the Carrie I'm Bradshaw. shocked that you don't love her though because you love like this like John saying you love like the straight character. I mean, I like her. I just haven't really but thought really... about it that much. I'm just, until this season of Beverly Hills, I've never been like a Beverly Hills ride or die person. Because I always find it like the most unattainable life and like the most unrelatable. So, so you're a Sutton. I do like Sutton. <laughs> yes. You're a Slutton. I'm Slutton for too. Sutton. Love Who, who is Sutton. your number one? Who are both of your number ones? Dorinda. Um, yeah, Durin- I would say Dorinda's up there for me with, I like have a deep love for Trim Richards because she's so just, she's not number one, but she's like, but she, yeah. what she's brought to reality TV is kind of unparalleled <laughs> and, <laughs> and be that for good and You're bad right, reasons, it is, but yeah. like, it's un- it is unparalleled. So I, but I love Dorinda. I like Karen is high for me and, me too. and Nini. Oh, those are good. Yeah, really I, like, good. I, I do I love Karen think, too, not just yeah. yeah. You're not yeah. just. I, I, I mean, who doesn't like Karen? If someone doesn't like Karen, I, I'm like, you just don't have joy in your life. I don't <laughs> think. Her her last appearance on Watch Ravens Live, where she was talking about what was she saying? She's talking about the sleeping butterflies. The sleeping butterflies. I'm like, you were so. She was because all the she released butterflies in her invitations yes, to her invitation. And they, like Asia O'Hara's uh, Drag Race reveal, were dead. Um, and, and she, on Watch Women's Live, said that they were just sleeping. Which do, which then brings me to the question, do butterflies sleep? Like, I mean, I what I've learned recently that. is butterflies and insects, they live like, their lifespan is like a day. Right. Or maybe not, maybe not butterflies, but I think that bees live like a day or something like that. So I don't know if they have a lot of time to take naps. Well, it's okay, really that, something to think oh, about, ahead, about because... <laughs> No, it makes you think. I mean, I'm really thinking about this. But I mean, a butterfly has a lifespan because they do. They were once a caterpillar, and, so they have, and they have sanctuaries and shit. Oh, does the caterpillar phase count as their life? I was starting at like that the d- life as a butterfly. I mean, that's I mean, that's them, right? That's them. <laughs> I don't know. Like Ask the but this. Like sometimes, like if I used to be butt fugly and like with no wings, <laughs> I would be like, that was me, bitch. That, was not that me. wasn't me. I don't know her. <laughs> I was born yesterday, and today is the end of my life, and that's all it was. We we scrubbed that person from IG. You scrub all the caterpillar photos. (laughs) New name, new wings, new new wings. Who dis? New wings. Who dis? I can't. Well, I mean, part of me thinks butterflies live a little bit. I mean, yeah, because what happens? Yeah, no, they have. So they probably live like two days. I'm, I'm looking it up. Okay, yeah, look it up because I'm curious. What <laughs> the point what of the story is, they were dead. She killed them. 
if they live longer than two days, surely they get tired. Like, <laughs> well, that's true. It is a spectrum. Like, you know, my dog, you know, 12, not month. live- <laughs> 12, 12 months. months. Damn. That's a long a ass time. Butter- a whole butterfly can live by year. Wait, is the year 12 months? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> They're counting it in like baby years. You know how when baby when baby when moms are like, he's, he's 12, 12 and months. 12 months in one 15 week. 15 months. Like, who does that? What does that mean? I couldn't remember how many days were in a year yesterday. Is it 365? Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because, because you three, turn and, three, right? No. Wait for it. I was about I was about to say this because when you like AC 360, that means all the way around, right? Right. Eight from every angle or something. There's 52 thing, weeks. Like, I've been saying to people, right? But I've been saying to people, like, oh my God, I did a three, I did a full 360. And like, you mean 180? I'm like, no, I did a 360 because I went all the way around and like looked at every perspective and like changed my mind. Like, no, that would, that you, that's the, the saying is, oh, I used to like so and so, but I did a complete 180 and now I like the other right. way. But for my rationale, I think, Oh my gosh, I can see every angle to this. I went start, I'm starting here. I went full 180, saw that side, and now I'm back to this side to see all the angles. And I sound really dumb <laughs> when I say that in front of people. And they're like, I think you mean 180. No, you mean two like, 180s, interview- which is a 360. But you three- did double 180. Yeah. Yes, but 365 is yeah. the days in the year. Year. Okay. And butterflies live 365 for 365 days. days. They live, mama, with wings and all. <laughs> Well, Wait, does that include? Question, does that include I, the caterpillar? I, I don't know. I don't know. Google's not providing. What if it's like eleven months caterpillar, one month butterfly? They get one month of pretty, and then they're <laughs> yeah, dead. right. What a awful life. I mean, would you like to be ugly? Would you like that? Would be awful. Just get one month of because. That glow up is real. I mean, you're going from like a worm to think about, a think butterfly. About the glow up. <laughs> The swan, speaking of reality shows. Yeah, let's bring the it swan. Yeah, Oh my God, swan. they should Whoa. do the swan for for caterpillars. <laughs> and like whoever is the cutest when it emerges wins. Okay. Wins one extra month of life. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all, I have another wrench to throw in this. How long are they in the cocoon though for? That's just something we learned in school that I don't know, but we did learn it. I believe you mean the, the poopa. The poopa. <laughs> This is not going to sound funny, by the way. I know that we're laughing, but I, I know from experience that people are going to be like, hmm, wow. Um, people so. just press the 30 second forward on yeah, this. Yeah, they're like, the wait, pod. aren't we supposed to be talking about reality television? Okay. <laughs> well, you know who was who, who caterpillared Pumpad and then butterflies <laughs> is, is Wendy. <laughs> this and that. Wait, was it called this and that or before oh, and after? Um, what were the tits? Oh, Something uh, happened? No. Love, and, love and romance. Happy Ness. <laughs> Happy Ness. Sorry, just scream. What if she called him this and that? <laughs> love, love and romance. <laughs> this, and that. this and that is what they were before. Hey. <laughs> just hey, this and that. Let me introduce you to this. And while we're at it, here's that. <laughs> oh, oh wow. my God. No, Happy and Ness, which is almost worse of, a, of a, a names for them. Nessie, like the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Like, why this is Ness? To be, we call to be Ness. Ness. I feel like Ness is the got the shit end of the stick. Like, Happy Less is a much better name. Yeah, because Happy's looking to be happy. Then there's Ness. No, I, we saw the in the in the preview for the reunion, which just came out. 
uh, <laughs> Wendy reveals that she brought receipts in form on a, like a full like poster. It's like she printed her texts out and put them on a poster. And like, I'm getting, I'm like, I think all the women are just looking at her like you, you have changed. You realize this. Yes. Like, like, and point uh, I'm over the whole Eddie of it all. Like he definitely didn't cheat on her. And like, I do think that Giselle was being shady, but I do also think she was actually trying to like, understand why she's changed so much but like eddie's over now i just want to focus on the fact that this woman is like a whole new person and it's not even like a portia glow up where when portia kind of like evolved this new version of portia was hilarious and like just this just a star i'm not sure wendy's evolving into a star but maybe a villain i don't know Mm -hmm. i'm I'm just not i'm not feeling it what what are y'all's thoughts on that really hot take, I guess. I always like Wendy. I liked her this whole season. I think that she's so fun. And I liked her her first season too. I feel like she's having the season two slump of like, everyone gets a season two. I don't know, but it's not a bad edit. It's just like, you're in your head. I think about how like Nicki Minaj is following you, I'm sure. And you got a new ass and two new (laughs) boobs. Like, so I, I get that there's a part of her that's like, I'm hot shit. But I do think it's ridiculous to print out text messages on a poster board and bring them to a reunion when you had to walk on stage with those behind you. So I'm sure everyone, I'm sure everyone is like, what the fuck is that? Like, (laughs) and then Robin, Robin goes, you paid money for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have to agree with Robin. I'm like, what is the point? Like, really, girl? Like, we believe you. It's just like you're being like unhinged. I love Kinko's. I have gone to Kinko's <laughs> to print out like all sorts of things. And there was yeah. a Do time Kinko's even exist when still? it's FedEx Kinko's. Yeah. Oh, Those right, of us, right, right. I have a printer just now after, well, not in this <laughs> hotel room <laughs> with a microwave <laughs> and a mini fridge or whatever the fuck. Um, but uh, I, I love a FedEx Kinko's. I appreciate, like, I imagine her. Mm-hmm. Although she's resourceful, she could you you know might be able to order that online. I, I do, love a prop. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like that the image of her rolling up to FedEx Kinko's with a USB thumb drive, being like, "Will you print this and <laughs> mat it for me on a poster board?" Listen, I need it big, and yeah. here's a screenshot of what I need, and here's an NDA, so you can't leak this. The guy's like, "Yeah, who? I don't know who Wait, you are." <laughs> You're like, there's a chance Nicki Minaj will see this. He's like, okay. like okay. nice. Okay. Yeah, I don't sure, know. Sure, whatever I, you say. <laughs> I'm just turning on her a little bit, and I, I, I think you're. You I, I think I'm... you're right. Like she did have a glow up, and like, um, there is that moment where people go, "Oh, I'm on TV. What do I look like?" And they start carrying themselves differently. They they get really bone skinny, and then their the way they hold their angles are different. It happens to everybody, and then there's that you know, like you're saying, like Portia had an, also an inside glow up. Wendy mm-hmm. was kind of she knows she knows who she is in terms of her POV on stuff. She's a commentator, um, but maybe as a character, she's kind of finding a new. I mean, she was relentless this season. Yeah, she was, she was. like she did not let up. She held those grudges. Um, I mean, she's doing her job. Like, I I mean, a lot of the drama this season is with her. I so what do you say the, the job of a housewife is? What do you think that job when you sign up for that? What's your job? I the think job description. Job, I think the job description and the end of it are um, vulnerability about your life. I think is super important mm-hmm. because 
I, I feel like I can see at reunions or like even on Modern Happens Live when I feel like Andy gets mad at people who like aren't willing to like go there. Like, I don't know that for a fact, but I just, I feel like the Bravo team like doesn't appreciate someone who's not willing to actually go there because that's in your contract. Like a uh, Lisa Vanderpump not showing up to a reunion. Like that's it's stuff, kind of, like, honestly, that's, it's kind of how I feel about Giselle a little bit. It just bothers me that like everyone, she comes for everyone so hard and asks them to like open up about her life. And she literally and doesn't at all. Like, <laughs> sure. I, I get that. But I do think vulnerability, True. and then I also think, like, I think a lack of self-awareness is super important. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, right. our favorite housewives all have lack of self-awareness. Karen, Nini, Dorinda. Kim, Dorinda. The, Ramona. None of those people are uh, Ramona. I didn't say she's my yeah. favorite, though. <laughs> not, not after yesterday. <laughs> no, no. Um, wow, did we have yeah. an explosive couple days of reality TV housewife it's news, like, so... I wanted that season to be over and it's still not over because we're still yeah. seeing it all. I'm like, mm-hmm. can we be done? Can we just like move on? Well, ultimately, Which, a, be a, a nice, what'd you say? It, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I, I stopped watching halfway through the season. I just yeah. wasn't interested. I didn't have any hot takes. I was just like, nah, not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have yeah. other stuff no, to I, do. But like ultimate it. girls trip, we're not gonna, when does that start soon? Right. In a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. Because she's on that, of course. So it's like, we're going to see her. And I don't think anything can really, nothing good or bad is going to come of the situation until after that. So if we have mm-hmm. another three months of that this season on New York, I think. Is it three months? It's probably three months. I don't, they haven't started filming yet. No, I'm seeing of Ultimate Girls Trip. I'm seeing Ramona. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, I don't think, I think Ultimate Girls Trip is like five episodes long. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I bet it's I short. Like it's yeah. Sh- yeah, because they're only there for a week. That's true. Like, they can't get much out of it, you know? I mean, um, who knows? Well, I am excited <laughs> to see Kenya rip Ramona into 10,000 pieces. I like, I that is enough for me to subscribe to Peacock in itself. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, well, briefly on BH, uh, where are you at with, like, the whole Erica of it all? I mean, that's the question that everyone's asking everyone over every brunch and every <laughs> podcast and every phone call with their friends but like where where are we at as of today instead of having like obviously the details are out there being shredded and dissected but I just look back I I pull out look at it macro try to do a big picture moment and like obviously this is someone who's a three six Mm -hmm. two double 180s (laughs) two lifespans uh, a one lifespan of a butterfly plus five yeah. days. I mean, three days. And I just think this is someone who it doesn't like, you're never going to know right this second. Mm-hmm. Did she, what she knew or whatever. It's obvious that she knew some shit. And it's obviously that she's really preoccupied with how it's coming across. So it's, it's a, a really good, good lesson point. for all of us. Like, like, that's what we all know. Like, let's just focus on what we can, what we all do know. It's obviously there's a lot She's trying to um, give a narrative. I admire her bravery because most people will be like, hey, this is like beyond TV, beyond my job maybe. And even mm-hmm. though I'm scared for money, I'm gonna maybe call a cousin of mine who's anonymous and move into the barn. Not a Zane Dutch slut moment <laughs> barn house, <laughs> but like move into like a random ass, yeah. you know, like McMansion in Dallas or just move away instead of like, oh no, actually, 
I can, can, nobody can think, nobody knows the future. I don't know. She, I think she's like, oh, I'm going to go balls to the wall because it'll seem like I'm so innocent. Also, she was in Chicago. Remember when she was in in Chicago? I saw her. And there's all that, like, you know, cell block tango stuff where it's Mm -hmm. like, I am, you know, She's like embodying Roxy Hart. Yeah, a little bit. Not she. brazen, I am what I am, and I'm just going to be what I am, and I'm going to end up being vindicated no matter what if I'm just loud and proud and living out loud and it's expensive to be me. So I think that might have been what's going through her head. Um, But she obviously knew some shit. I just think that Mm -hmm. the delivery of the narrative that she's trying to really uh, give is like admirable, but... uh, weird it just seems weird mm-hmm. it's weird the, yeah because she's really the fact that she go ahead Kix. i was gonna say she's really doubling down and sometimes when people i think the majority of times when people over tell or complicate a story is because they're trying to like really prove that it's right which is oh yeah kind of proving that there's something there and so i think that it's like a mix of everything i do like you're saying i do think that she knew things i do think that she didn't know things yeah and i think she's like really just like doubling down I yeah I think that she's it's like when I was a gay kid you make up these stories like oh no no, no I wasn't looking at him I was looking over there at the mall behind his <laughs> ass but not his ass I was looking <laughs> at that tree next to that guy right. no 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 and like, or like oh I want to go to the movies with you guys not because I'm in love with my older sister's boyfriend but because I really like my sister or I don't know like yeah I really want to go I want to be on the football team even though yeah I can't run my feet don't work like <laughs> you told you just told my life story yeah, this in is a sentence. <laughs> well something that I think we aren't talking enough about is like the victims. I feel like, well, the victims, obviously. <laughs> it's insane to me that she's yet to, she, even this past week, she still didn't even really acknowledge the fact that, like, there are people out of money, like, because of her husband doing bad things. It's like, that stuff isn't alleged, really. So, but I think the, I think something that I always think about is, like, I felt like in the beginning, she, when she was this, like, hot, like, pop star, like, proud to be married to an older man, but she's like doing it for herself. Like, like this, it almost felt like she was like team, like you as a woman can do anything. Right. Like she Mm -hmm. was kind of like, I'm not saying she was like a feminist necessarily, but she was just like, like you can, you can be anything you want. Like, look at me, look where I came from. And now I'm a pop star with millions of dollars. Yeah. We're in a, yeah. Capitalist society, like an American, American dream is you can like one day wake up and like go to the mail room and then work your way up to being yes. the CEO of Wall Street. She's like, well, my journey is I'm going to find this guy, get all the money, do what I want to do. They're you know, right. kind of the same. Mm-hmm. But what's weird to me about that whole, like, look what I, well, look what you can be is that in the end, she actually was so weak. She had no information about, like, if everything's true, like she has no information about where the money was. Mm-hmm. She gave every check to her husband. And I'm like, supposedly, right? If you're listening to what she's saying, it's like, that's not like, that's not like yes women. Like that's not like pro that's not like, you're not like this like icon for like the American dream. Like you just shoveled all your money into this like man. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's kind of like the opposite of, I think who we all thought she was when we first met her. Yeah. And her, I think she struggles with like, like you're saying, you know, she'll do something for one reason and then kind of like, not justify it but it's like 
she'll have an idea and then think about it later with perspective. It seems like she has a she um, manipulates perspective a little bit and yeah. do something like she'll say like, oh, I did that for women empowerment. But before she got there, it's like, I don't know. Her intentions seem a little bit strange sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I like, I, it's easy to say what I would do or what right. anybody would do in that situation because who knows. But I also feel like right. it would be great. I, I wonder who her best friends, not just best friends. Like, I'm sure there are people talking to her really. Like, like I know that my sister would be like, yo, you need to say... I don't know what happened. I'm not allowed to say this or that or allegedly or this, but like, if that's all true, I am freaking like bummed y'all. I don't know. There seems like a way you can like kind of say less yeah. Yeah. and yeah, seem yeah. really chill and like very sweet and just be like, I'm heartbroken. I can't say a lot, but like, I'm heartbroken. I just want to do the right thing. Yeah. End of story. Yes. And it's fucked. Yeah. Just say like, wow, this all sounds really fucked. And I, and I can only talk about what I can talk about, but like, what else is going on? Dorit, how's your glam? It's just like it's the <laughs> I get really stressed thinking about the lawyer bills because I'm like, these lawyers are Can't working imagine. fucking hard. I don't I'm not a lawyer. Don't know any, actually. But I imagine that they're working very hard around the clock for like picking up kind of the bill. Her. But what is the bill for that? I mean, I can't imagine what what that lawyer bill is like. Who pays the bill? I mean, I, the victims? Well, mm. Right. I mean, that's the thing that's fucked up, you know? I don't even know how many days are in a year or how many days a poopa, <laughs> a poopa takes to explode. <laughs> okay. Who we're, pays a lawyer? All, like, we're all dumb bitches here. <laughs> dumb bitches unite. <laughs> Who pays the lawyer? Do judges pay lawyers? No, they pay out no, of pocket. No, they pay the lawyer. A- <laughs> they pay out of pocket. But, but when they have no money, I really, I do really want, what happens when you have no money? Well, that's when you get like the pro bono. Is that what pro bono means? (laughs) Yes. I don't think anyone's pro bono for this case, though. We're really exposing ourselves here as three idiots. (laughs) There's something there with like Pumpa pro bono. There's something there. Um, I went on Grindr, just to be honest. I went on Grindr not too long ago. And this guy was like, wow, you're really close. And I was like, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) And I Googled. How is 165 feet away very far? John, no, John. I don't know. And it says that's like half of the football field. And I was like, Is that close? (laughs) You're like, football analogies aren't helping here, okay? I need to know if it's like the distance, the distance from Elmo to Barracuda. Is that 100 feet? Oh my god. Oh like my that god. could be a mile or that could be like in the bathroom. I don't know. Like one hundred sixty five people say how many square feet is your house? I'm like I literally have no idea and I went to school for interior <laughs> architecture and people are like, How big is your apartment? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like No, when someone tells me square footage, I'm like, I have no idea what the f- when someone's like, We just got an apartment, it's a thousand and a uh, hundred square feet. I'm like work sorry like what do you want me to say (laughs) I honestly base it off my last apartment because I was so frustrated that I didn't know so I did measure because I was like I have to know the answer wait how did you you measure measure? with a tape measure but how do you measure the square foot so across and down and then you multiply yes well it was a big square a hallway and then a bathroom and then a bedroom so it's really easy 
You must have had nothing to do that day. Cause that's in COVID. A- what the <laughs> fuck was I supposed to do? I measured how long my cat is when he stretches. He's three feet, which is psycho. And then Aww. I measured the square foot of my apartment. Give you a that's it kicks your queerness, your 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 lesbian side of you is really <laughs> jumping out. Right yeah, the cat, you guys, the um, square footage. Are you guys queer siblings? We are. How yeah, we cute is are. that? Are there just two of you? Just yes. two of us. I love just that. The two of us. Oh, yeah, it's the queer, the the queer Hamlet. The queers unite, and then here's my cat, so right on cue. <laughs> hey, three three feeter. <laughs> no, a hundred feet. If they're a hundred feet away, John, that's like two city blocks. I think. You think or you know? That's not right, is it? Two city blocks? No, 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 no. One, one city block, maybe. Because, okay, no. Here's my reasoning. Okay, so, so ten city blocks is a mile, right? And if you, it is. No, it is. It is. I know that I from know. running. I know that from running in the city. Ten, ten city blocks is a mile. So a hundred. So when you're running on a track, right? A hundred yards. There's four hundred yards in. Oh wait, no, that's a no, yard. Yards feet, though. This is Never way I don't know too much math. <laughs> I know the only reason I know how far 0.8 miles is is because I can walk to the Grove in LA from my house in 0.8 miles. And I'm like, oh, that's basically a mile, but a little bit less. So if anything says 0.8 miles oh, away, like I'm like, gr- oh, probably too far to walk. <laughs> like, oh, that's the, do I want to walk too to the far. Grove today? No. <laughs> no. Under a mile? No, thanks. <laughs> too far. <laughs> but Uber. how many feet is that? That's the that's the I, root of I, I this can't question. Do that. No, 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 no. But just know that just know that if you, someone's hundred feet from you on Grinder, they're very close. That that man was right. And it felt a little too close for comfort, so I just stopped talking to him. <laughs> it sounded well, too see, close. I also don't like that well, he's like, "Ooh, we're close." It's like, yeah, duh, it's right. on the screen. <laughs> Okay, but that's what you do on Grinder. You're like, oh my god, someone's. But I mean, Grinder's different in New York than it is in LA. Because LA, what what is close in LA on Grinder? I don't know. I'm I'm only kind of recently to Grinder, but like you look at something that's like, oh, they're five miles away, and they're like basically in Calabasas where the Kardashians live. So I'm like, right. okay, that's Calabasas. But in in New York, like five miles away could be like far. Montauk or some shit. Well, that's no, probably no. far. No, that's <laughs> I'm <cool>. kidding. Like, <laughs> you know, Elizabeth, New Jersey or something. Or that's far too. Well, anyway, a mile like could, is a long no, way from my, in New York. From, in, but in certain places, five miles, New Jersey, New Jersey is right there. Yeah. I mean, like, I can see New Jersey right now. Like, that's five miles. Yeah. Or, or under that, but. Well, right. back to Housewives. Is there anything we didn't cover? It feels like there was a lot because we covered um, Grinder and uh, Butterflies and Pumpas a lot, but um, and square footage. Um, we have a fourth reunion to look forward to, which is exciting, uh, and a four-part reunion apparently in Potomac, which feels like too, too many for me. But I feel like it's crazy, but what they were talking about, a lot of it didn't have to do with anything that was on the show, unless they just missed like five episodes, but... I was like, they talk so much about things that happened between filming and now, it seemed. So I guess that needs I to can't be tell, but I know that Andy said yesterday or Monday's show that will air that we take yesterday. I know he said that um the final the final episode of the reunion for Beverly Hills is like the best thing ever. And that was like off air. He was like, You're not gonna believe how good it is. Well, well, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's he is doing a great job 
with interviewing Erica. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, I, I'm, it, it was funny cause she didn't go and watch weapons live throughout all of this. So there's been no conversations between the two of them on, on, on camera. Air, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if they've had any behind the scenes, but like, I was really pissed like, because the day of the interview, he was in LA or the day of the reunion, he was in LA and we rarely have time to get together in person when he comes to LA because it's just for 24 hours. But he's like, come to the Sunset Tower, we'll have dinner. And I was just really pissed because he was still in makeup, in his suit, straight for the Beverly Hills reunion. It was all over TMZ, like, today's the day. What is, what's, Eric, what's going to happen? And we're sitting there in the middle of the Sunset Tower restaurant on a Saturday night and not one Dumois mention. Like, oh, I was like, oh, wow, they're, people are going to be like, oh, Andy looked flustered or Andy looked happy or speculating about how it went based on like how he was eating the tartare, but That's nothing. Not, John, nothing, John, nothing. why didn't you blind Adam yourself? Yeah, you like, should have just done it. <laughs> you just submitted it. Oh, <laughs> right, that's so dumb. <laughs> what? Yeah, wow, I should have. That's Andy so stupid. With hot blonde. With hot, very <laughs> hot guy. Oh my gosh, romantic sizzles. They can barely get their hands off each other. You're right, though. They should. Someone should have submitted that, though, because we get on Dumois, we get some of the things like. Like tying their shoelaces, like dumb right, shit. Right, tying their shoelaces in Soho, and then and then they walked away. It's like, who cares about that? Not me. Wait, do you watch um? Do you watch Winter House or Summer House? Are you are you in in the? Do you watch the House franchises? House, uh, no. <laughs> but Carl used to be my uh, office assistant in two thousand and six in oh L.A. Mm-hmm. He's oh so my sweet. god. I- I deeply, deeply am attracted to Carl. Mm-hmm. He's he was always so cute. He was like 22 or something when he was our office assistant. He was so sweet and so handsome. He's like eight feet tall and strapping and very Prince Charming ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's I'm hot. sold even more than I have been. So. <laughs> yeah, he's so cute and so nice. Lovely, lovely guy. Not lovely enough for me to watch his TV show. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. Great. That's okay. It sounds no, no. fun. Um, well, John, thank you so much for being here today. We've had a blast with you. Same. Thank you for having me. This was very, very, very fun. Yeah, what thank a you. way to Have wake up. Have fun at brunch and happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell everyone where to find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, John Arthur Hill, at ins- on um, whatever that is. Um, I don't open DMs anymore in- unless I know the people. I-, I I opened yours. Well, you opened my DM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was, that was when I still opened them. That was a couple months ago. Um, okay. And now I'll see if I know the person I'll open it by stop those things, but, but DM me anyway, <laughs> send me nudes, whatever. And on, on Twitter, I also deleted Twitter, but I am still the boss of you, but yeah, follow me on Instagram. I'm very active on stories. Yeah, Check them out. You I can mean, follow um... me on Instagram.com slash John <laughs> Arthur Hill. Just Log on to your computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Type in wow. Instagram.com. Um, and you can follow, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet and you can follow kicks at kicks Hamlet. That's spelled C I X. Yep. And then the podcast is at dumpster drive pod. Uh, and uh, John say bye to the listeners. Bye. Bye guys. Bye. See you on Andy Cohen on uh, Andy Cohen live. Bye.